Hey, movie dopers, we are back with another movie review, one suggested by the gentleman, uh, Brad. Uh, yeah, you want to take it from here? Sure. Okay. Uh, the movie I suggested was The All Harder right. They Fall. See you guys. See you. I'll see you, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. No, sorry. <laughs> uh, the movie that I suggested was The Harder They Fall. Mm-hmm. Um a james samuel his first first featured length film that he directed um starring idris elba jonathan majors uh, ZZB, Teresa king i mean just a ton a ton a ton of actors actors yeah. and actresses um overall it's a western movie um yeah i mean it's a it's a, it's a pretty good movie it's on netflix, netflix yeah original it uh when it started it gave me a little bit of uh tarantino vibes and i was like oh shit this is- yeah it it definitely did it does definitely does give you some of the tarantino vibes some of the shots and the angles especially yeah. the ones that make idris elba look bigger <laughs> <laughs> little little flourishes and stuff but uh for for my money better than Django. <laughs> it's the closest one to one. And uh yeah, hands down. This is kind of a let me see. How would I describe this? Well, I don't know. How would you describe it? Non-spoiler for our non-spoiler review. Um so western esque kind of movie. Mm-hmm. I mean it's set in the west. It's set in but West Western esque. Um, I guess the the characters that they per, portray are real character or real people or were real people, but not in the sense that they used them for. Um, yeah, so. it's kind of like uh, the director went and played with a bunch of toys of the real of people who really existed. Uh, majoritively african-american people who existed back in back then and then was like this is my playtime i would say it did pretty good um he he did two short films i guess this guy's also the director is also a uh, musician from from a uh, british musician uh, british songwriter so makes a lot of sense considering the uh the score or whatnot the yeah jukebox songs yeah. <laughs> um yeah that's cool uh, oh, i was just gonna say something but i i forgot uh, uh the movie definitely tries to be funny in parts it does definitely has kind of its quips mm-hmm. um yeah i mean without getting too far without getting too spoilery it's it's a pretty good movie yeah, this is a very good uh, Western movie. There's there's a lot of times where I can get really bored with Westerns if they go and just take way too much time with it. I, I will <laughs> say, since we mentioned Quentin Tarantino, there's no, we're not getting any 20-minute conversations about, <laughs> uh, well, she did give the horse a foot rub, so. <laughs> um, and she oiled the saddle. Uh, and a whole discussion of whether she should nothing like that but um yeah this was this was not what i expected 
The only thing I knew about it was that, uh, you know, I'd seen Idris Elba in the posters or whatever while on Netflix and then saw a an Idris Elba poster and a Lakeith Stanfield poster. Okay. Nothing else. So I thought Idris, especially since he has another Netflix movie called uh, Concrete Cowboy, which I haven't seen yet. I thought he was going to be the lead. <laughs> <laughs> And uh oh, actually, the movie you know what really made me feel like it was Quentin Tarantino esque? The the five first five minutes felt like uh the first twenty minutes of um Inglorious Bastards, except oh, okay. with with like nearly almost no dialogue. Like that tension and that whoosh. It. Um, that was and, not you trying to poop, right? I was confused. Oh, I multitask. Okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> I can do two things at once. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, wow, what a stunning film! There were like five minutes in the middle of it where it was like, uh, I feel like it's dragging, and then that never happened again. Um, I had yeah. fun. I'd recommend the hell out of this. This and the Three Ten to Yuma remake by James Mangold, and No uh, Hell or High Water are my three favorite westerns. Okay, Hell and High Water I have not seen. Mm-hmm. I need to see that. Um, I also want to see they just redid um, or made a 4K version of The Last Train to Gun Hill, starring oh man, what, somebody's father. I forgot who it was. But um, yeah, actually, I saw this movie, um, or I saw a trailer for this movie when I went to see No Time to Die. So hey, Netflix made it all the way out to the movie theater, <laughs> despite them not being in the movie theater. Yeah, I'm gonna have to make a video someday of Netflix needs to start making like members only clubs with like screening rooms, and anyone with a Netflix subscription could come in and buy merch and all this. But. uh yeah, so, anything else you want to say about the no in the no spoiler section? And it Sure. Like- uh the last the last train to Gun Hill stars Kurt Douglas. I, in nineteen fifty nine or something like that. <laughs> oh, the original? Yeah. Gotcha. Never heard of it before. Yeah. Uh they just did a new four K release of it, so I wanted to, I wanted to see it. I wanted to pick it up. And it's in a steel book. I was just gonna ask <laughs> <laughs> the most important question. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anything else? It's funny because since you recommended it, I expected you to come in like, "Oh my fucking god!" Uh, but it seems. Tell me if I'm reading this wrong. It seems like you didn't enjoy it as much as I did. Oh, no, no, I definitely enjoyed it. I don't know if I enjoyed it more or less than you, and we'll figure that out here in a couple of minutes. Um, but no, I definitely enjoy this movie. I definitely would recommend this movie. I've already recommended this movie to you, um, to my my parents, um, my stepdad, who's more of like a John Wick kind of guy, John Wick sci-fi kind of guy. So, I mean, he he definitely liked this movie. Um, so I've already I've already kind of pushed it a little bit, pushed it farther than I probably really would have thought. Um, yeah. But I mean, the trailer looked good, and I said something to my wife when we were watching No Time to Die, saying, "Yeah, I want to see that movie." And then I saw it on Netflix or Netflix original, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll sit down and give it a watch." And 
it was just kind of one of those like yeah we'll sit down and watch it because i wanted to see it but not wasn't like oh i'm seeking this out to go find it it was more like we were running across netflix and found it and we watched it and i was like oh wow this is really good yeah while while we're in the notes spoiler section that we're soon to leave uh yeah please everybody search this shit out because if if you don't we won't get the sequel that he wants to make he definitely left it for a sequel um without spoiling it there's there's definitely a room for a sequel which is funny because it was literally just the exact last shot that i was like if there wasn't that last shot, I would yeah. not have expected any possibility of a sequel because it felt pretty complete. I mean, it's it's definitely a complete movie that I'm not going to say it's ambiguous ending or anything like that, like like um, Blade Runner 2049 or anything like that. It's it's a wrapped up full complete period movie. Yeah, but there's there's room at the end for for a next one. And he want he wants to make it. He's explicitly said like, I'm, I'm all for yes. it. Uh, but I f- I feel like this has gone way too under the radar. If Six Underground, which was at the time the record holder for like first week or first month views on Netflix, uh, doesn't like can't get a sequel, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Which Netflix knowing is kind of Netflix, with some of that stuff, though. I, I was gonna say knowing Netflix is probably like. They were like, yeah, it broke records in its first week, and then no one ever watched it again. <laughs> so well, it's not like they want repeat viewings and stuff, I'm sure, more than just big quote unquote open like box office numbers. You know, I know that's yeah. not a perfect analogy. And, but... and then you've got like something like Red Notice. I mean, what, have you seen that? that? Is, I, I have seen not. It. I saw a trailer for it after I finished. Um, the harder they fall and it i mean it still looks funny <laughs> i i kind of want to see it but then i'm like eh, i'm not maybe it can wait and also i don't know i'm sure yeah. if if i if if we had coordinated it to re, uh, release our review like the monday after it came out i'm sure i would have been like yeah it's fine you know everyone's seen it so <laughs> yeah it's not worth it's, reviewing but it's <laughs> fine so it would seem really weird to be like okay we're supposed to be talking about underappreciated films and this isn't even a mushroom although some of those jokes in the trailer i mean some the of those one... jokes in the trailer hit when i never tells, when he tells the rock to lift with his neck not his back <laughs> oh i never saw the trailer Oh, I, yeah. I only saw the um that one tweet of the Vin Diesel joke. Hey Maddie, can you do me a favor and come here? Sorry, I saw that the angle of my door mirror is that make it kind of to keeping at Maddie every time she can you just flatten the door against the wall, please? Thank you. Love you. She's playing among us on my iPad phone. <laughs> ipad phone yes and for everyone listening i made an ipad mini into a full-fledged phone suck it wait no i missed one thing that i thought of but did not say to the person who paid eighty six thousand dollars on ebay to get an iphone with usb c port i did it 
for not 86,000. And then to quote Psych, hello, Ryan, I know you're listening. Suck it. Nope. The first delivery was the accurate psych reference. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's get to our ratings. What's your rating, sir? Uh, I'm going edible. I'm going edible. I think this movie fires on all cylinders. I think this is a really under underappreciated movie. And I think mm-hmm. once more people start watching this movie or, or, you know, hopefully more people watch this movie, come across on Netflix, that they tune into it. And we do get that sequel because I think it deserves it. Yeah, I, I'm going to go a little bit different. I'm going to go uh, mushroomy edible because it, it is, it was, woo, woo, good on you. Like the direction was amazing. There were moments, uh, you know, that surprised me that I'm, we'll get into in the spoiler section. Uh, if anyone wants to see my <laughs> silly reactions, that'll be, uh, you know, links down below. I'll be uploading it. I'm kind of interested in because because the, the first couple of minutes I forgot how how those first couple of minutes went and I was like oh I kind of actually want to see a reaction to this because you're kind of going into this pretty blind yeah and all of a sudden you know wham bam thank you ma'am and <laughs> I would love to see your reaction <laughs> to that oh I love it because I put the first ten minutes of my reactions on my old Superview channel and I love how much was packed in the first time I always feel bad when it's like a Blade Runner 2049 where like 10 <laughs> minutes pass and like maybe the credits have finished. <laughs> yeah. Or, or like the Bond movie when you get like the cold opening, which is typically pretty good. And then you get like five minutes of a song. And you're just like, well, that was a five or that was a three yeah. minute opening. You're welcome for 10 minutes of me sitting here watching the credits. Yeah. Uh, but this one, like, whew, it packed so much into it. Uh, the first thing I'm going to say in the spoilers is what I want to, what, is what i'm holding back because i don't want to uh cue anyone up but there's no affiliate link below because it's netflix <laughs> so if you want to watch it go but over if they do netflix. if they do if they do come out with a dvd for this or a blu-ray 4k i'm i'm 100 in and i would be shocked netflix its whole business models you know it's part it's like uh hbo when uh when they were doing game of thrones except indefinitely you know what I mean? Like HBO would have the new season of Game of Thrones on exclusively for six months and then they would do a Blu-ray. Yeah. That was I'm, a waste I'm, of words. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm in if they do it. I'm, I I definitely want to add this to my collection. Hmm. I could see them selling like replicas, you know? Or there's other companies that are out there like um, Arrow and stuff like that that do repurpose movies once they're um contracts expire or whatever they become like public domain or whatever they lose their rights gotcha. um then they do other other releases i wonder how that factors into netflix originals but uh, i'm sure there's got to be a time limit of you know i'm sure there's i'm sure there's loopholes in there hmm. I'm, i mean i'm gonna I, i'm an i'm an armchair lawyer <laughs> <laughs> i would all I'll say is I wouldn't be shocked if 70 years from now, it's still only on Netflix. I would be um, upset. Hey, I don't expect Ted Lasso to ever get a box set. If, if Ted Lasso doesn't get a box set, I'd be equally upset. Yeah, I, I don't expect it. Cause, cause Apple knows that I'll pay that $60 a year to keep, to just keep watching Ted Lasso. <laughs> like if they come out tomorrow or after season three and they're like, here's a steel book box set for $200. I'll be like, 
you're saving me money. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if it comes with uh, digital copy codes. <laughs> and, fa- and extras and bonus yeah, features, yeah. deleted yep. scenes. Oh, man, it'd be over. It would be over quick. Man, what I would do, like, I remember Irishman, I think, had the commentary tracker. Some some Netflix original, only one I ever saw. No, it was House of Cards. Had some commentary tracks with David Fincher, I think, and the other directors. And man, I would love for there to be a commentary track for this movie. But all right. What's wait, we did our ratings. Okay. Let's get into spoilers. Also, if anyone joins the Patreon, come over to Discord. Let's gush the gush about this movie. Um <laughs> all right. Like Spoil- we may have already been doing. uh all right spoilers done the moment that if you do watch my reaction uh i think is the best or the most entertaining part is when uh the rifle guy and the woman who had dressed up as a man who yeah the quick draw Uh, guy was the only one to not know that that was a woman because i was like those are taraji's eyes i know that's not yeah but those are taraji's eyes and and then he was he was like low-key i thought she was a dude (laughs) don't tell me and don't tell me you guys didn't think otherwise yeah like looked around yeah he was like no we all knew (laughs) um it was the moment when they were in the saloon or something and it started having kind of close-ups and i just went i'm kind of getting nervous for that and then the the douchebag quick draw comes out and shoots the sniper guy in the back. So, do you remember that part? What right is, before is that, she kills is that the him? No, it's near the end, right before. Oh, uh, okay. Taraj, I don't know her name. Taraji eyes kills the uh, kills Lakeith Stanfield's character. Yes. Okay. And she's like, he, the other guy was quicker. Um, yeah. Right before. Um, uh, Cherokee Bill. Yes, right before Cherokee Bill kills the sniper guy, and then he gets killed himself. Am I saying this in a yeah, way? Yeah, no, that... I, okay. I I understand. I understand. It's it's the end. It's the end sequence. The end gunfights. Yeah, um, yeah. But it was right before. Do you remember the last person uh, Cherokee Bill kills before he dies? Yes. Um. Okay. He shoots. Yeah. He shoots him right in the back. Um. Because he just comes around the corner. Yeah. Um, that. It was when he shot him three seconds before he shot him. I said, I'm starting to get nervous about. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) It was like the perfect timing. It was kind of like that clip that I showed you that you had seen yesterday already where Mike holds it up, gets the big grin on his face, and then completely destroys the cake. (laughs) Slips out of his hand, destroys the cake. all right, but what what do you think about the film? I already said something very, 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 very spoilery. So yeah, um, no, I I mean I liked how they kind of set everything up, um, for the turn at the end. That's you know kind of whatever. I mean the turn at the end is is whatever to me. Um, I because I didn't take it the first time I watched it. I really didn't take it seriously, and I think I think I'm pretty sure I asked my wife. I was like, so you know, was he joking? Was he not joking? But then watching it a second time, like with him specifically not shooting him despite having a gun in his hand, um, Idris Elba, um, what was his name Rufus Buck or something Buck? Yeah. Um, you know, having a gun in his hand, and in fact, shooting the floor next to him, 
uh, made me made me realize no, he was he was actually serious. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, I it was it was definitely interesting. Yeah, this this movie was interesting for me because moments like that or a couple other moments, I guessed like two seconds before it was revealed, which is my favorite. Like, I'll love a twist that I didn't see coming, but I love the little roller coaster when right before they reveal it, I'm like, oh, shit, is he? Huh? <laughs> he is! <laughs> um, so, yeah, I didn't doubt it for a second. I was like, oh, no, he's talking about his father and then his, oh, fuck, 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 yeah. fuck, fuck, fuck. And then... it, starts, it starts to, the pieces start falling into place. And you're like, yeah. no, no, back up, back up, I don't want this. I didn't see it for a second. I didn't see it coming for a second. But it, it, it makes the whole beginning make sense. Um, you know, like I said, I thought he was kind of playing with them or whatever the first time I watched the movie and now watching it the second time, like picking up on some of those subtle cues. In fact, he had a lot of times he could have killed him and he chose not to. Um, he beat Ooh. him. He had him tied up. He had him tied up in the thing. He just had the one guy punching him in the punching him in the abs. Um, he could have easily killed him then. Him and his um, the Mary, the tavern owner, the saloon owner. Yeah, his maybe soon to be wife. Maybe I didn't see that as a clue on a first watch because he didn't kill her. You know no, what I mean? But he had so. the he definitely had the opportunity to kill him, and it would have solved his all those problems. Yeah. And then he he had other times when he's standing up in the up kind of watching the gunfights all happen. He could have easily started taking a couple shots at him if you wanted to. In fact, he let him get all walk all the way into the same room he's in, you know, sitting in a corner drinking with himself. <laughs> yeah, and uh some now that you're talking about it in this light, something that I thought was just like a quirk of his. I'm now realizing it was specifically only for his brother, the cutting into the guy's head. Yeah. Like, that, that... Like, like I thought that was a quirk for children. You know what I mean? Like a kill bill kind of thing. Yeah. Where, uh, or when the bride tells the little girl that she'll see her later, you know, she's anticipating that the little girl will take revenge for her killing her mother. Mm-hmm. My assumption was that he just does that with every child. That he leaves living, that he lets lot, but lets lets him get away. Yeah, as like his own survival thing. But now I'm realizing that it was literally just this one child, and it was because his dad was basically a drunk, um, and then you know ditches his his mom stands up for herself. He leaves, and then becomes a a pastor, gets a new family, new wife, and then so he puts a cross on his head. Oh man, that just added so much detail because now. As far as I'm understanding the story, he went and killed his dad and then killed the wife, I'm assuming yep. out of jealousy for not his having mom. his own. Yeah. And the moment he carved that cross into his brother's head, he was just like, this is my death warrant. Yeah. And I one, know, I, one day I know you're coming for me. And that, And he even says that he says, you know, I put that cross on your head so I knew you when you got when you came back. Yeah, and I still just thought it was a quirk that he did with children. Nope. Cuz his dad his dad was a drunk, beat his mom, his mom finally stood up for herself, he leaves. Becomes a man of faith, uh has his own church, has another kid with a wife. You, you know my uh my 
my bond pitch i was thinking about it i would i think i'd love to have this director direct that trilogy if that was ever a thing you know just because uh because i could see little flourishes being added but so elegantly that they don't distract you know there's there's some flourishes in this that if they went further it'd be like oh no that's a little jarring (laughs) (laughs) you know um and also while watching this film i (laughs) Uh, not to stay on the Bond pitch too long. I know how uh, <laughs> Idris Elba's James Bond would die, which would be him going and doing the uh, the gun barrel at the end, but it's the other person's gun barrel. Instead of red going down, that gun barrel shoot, he gets shot. And then the camera comes out of the gun barrel as he falls. And <laughs> it goes over him as um or i mean you could do it backwards too you could have him get shot have him stand there for a second and as he starts to fall you pull back into the barrel and you can end the movie by shooting a second shot okay and then because that second bullet passing through would black black on the screen and just stop there and you can just have the sounder have the red um like the red fireball kind of lead you into the credits yeah, fireball. That'll be a good uh that'll be like the next Heineken. <laughs> fireball spent seventy million dollars to be drunk by Bond in this movie. <laughs> so you wanted um James Samuel to do this, to do your, your trilogy with uh Idris Elba. I think it could be really interesting. Netflix yeah. almost didn't even give him this movie because it was his first feature length film. Netflix was nervous to give him ninety million dollars for a budget. I I knew you were going to mention the budget at some point. <laughs> the budget's my favorite. Um, I'm, I'm I'm secretly a budget a box office accountant. Wow, ninety million only for this. Yeah, I mean a lot of it. I mean it's a lot of it's on a set. Um, you know the towns are probably our stage towns, kind of like the how they used to do the old western. So I mean that's not super expensive okay i mean they probably did it on a set so that way they can have perfectly clear nights every night you know old spaghetti westerns yeah it's just interesting the talent on board is yeah no the talent seeps through this movie dude if red if red notice or red note or whatever it is isn't like a at least a like a solid joint i'm gonna be so pit no it'll probably need to be an edible otherwise i'm gonna be so fucking pissed at that near 300 million dollar budget when this one is so goddamn excellent on a third of the budget with more stars more stars that i'm excited about like probably just as many quips (laughs) (laughs) like on a like no no offense to I know I shit on Dwayne Johnson a lot, but he is a charming actor. Um, I just think he's fuck off when you want to be Bond. Like, come on, <laughs> Over like you, my dead body. like you really, you really, you your your tunnel vision, your reality distortion field is that extreme that even that you can't even realize that you shouldn't be Bond. <laughs> Did, didn't he also put together a presidential campaign? I was gonna, I was just gonna say somehow him wanting to be president is less ridiculous than him wanting to be Bond. <laughs> Barely. 
but like he's he's an entertaining actor so i am counting him as one of the three people him gal gadot and ryan reynolds and this one just has more people and i understand they don't have the same paycheck no no one on this movie made 20 million i hope idris made 10 million or at least five million. i hope i hope so you know i mean i i I wouldn't be mad if they if you said we're gonna pay all of them you know four or five million but everybody's making the same paycheck yeah i mean uh, i wouldn't be mad at that but you know i i would be gal ryan and Dwayne made 20 million each for their netflix movie there's no way this whole cast made 60 million and then the rest was made for 30 million but uh but yeah if it's like a jointy skunky (laughs) red notice i'm gonna be like fuck you netflix like why if you don't if they green light uh the harder they fall to then i'll be like fine it's, I don't care. Whatever. Fine, fine. <laughs> but now give them 180 million. See what they can do. Or not even 90 million. Just or at least push it harder. You know. Yeah. Push it harder. Give it a. You know. I don't know. I I wouldn't. If I were Netflix, I would have pushed both movies equally because I would be like, well, obviously we paid 300 million dollars. We should really push this hard. But on yeah. the other side, it's like, yeah, and then let's push this 90 million dollar one a lot more. Or as much because they're not going to demand thirty million dollars a piece for the sequel. <laughs> they're not going to demand that the sequel costs four hundred million to make. Now, in 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 all fairness, Red Notice did go to theaters, um, was released in theaters, so they are box office um, oh, box sense. office numbers. So, I mean, to Wait, to be comes- fair. So, I mean, they they are there's a there's a better chance of a higher return. I want to know who forced it to be in theaters. <laughs> the Rock. Absolutely. 100% The Rock. <laughs> if it, yeah. that's what I was guessing, but it doesn't make any sense to me because he said he's, he's not suing Disney for them breaking the contract and putting Jungle Cruise on Disney Plus like Scarlett Johansson sued Disney. Yeah. He also wants to run for president. If it is true that he's the one that forced it into theaters, everyone be like, I'm not voting for you. You forced a Netflix movie to be in theaters, thus endangering people's lives for something that's not even normal. That <laughs> <laughs> you're giving away for $8.99 for streaming. <laughs> yeah. It's like the, the Nolan thing with Tenet still annoys me. But I can understand that line of thinking, you know, or uh, or or the Irishman, you know, Martin Scorsese is so old school that, of course, he would have wanted the Irishman in theaters because he would have wanted it in theaters. That makes sense. I, I don't want it in theaters because it's like four hours. <laughs> <laughs> but like a week after Dwayne Johnson's like, we're only using fake guns on sets. And it makes sense. I love that he said that. I'm not shitting at him. A week after that, he's like, but also some people should risk COVID. <laughs> it, just, it, it would just be weird. Um, anyway, way too much uh, attention we're giving to a movie we haven't even seen yet. Yeah. Uh, that's... That, I mean, that, it's, on, it's on my list. I, I, will eventually, I will eventually see it. 
and we'll have to see it for this podcast because I will say if if I like Red Notice or whatever it's called more than this movie, I'll give you twenty bucks. <laughs> and I'll be honest. Twenty dollars. No, 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 no. <laughs> Listen to the podcast. You will get twenty. I'm giving it to Brad. <laughs> and uh, if you come on the Patreon and Brad wants to, you guys can rock paper scissors for it. <laughs> we'll we'll give it. We'll do a giveaway for <laughs> your twenty dollars. And, and honestly, if I like it more than this movie, it'll the beginning of the podcast would be like, "Holy fucking shit! How? 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 How did it do this? Okay, this is amazing." Um, and that'll be worth the but- twenty bucks. I mean, it doesn't have to be that hard because you get this movie, what, a mushroom? Yeah, but a mushroom is like the highest thing I'd rate something normally. Oh. Like ayahuasca is like a rare breed. Yeah, maybe I might I might have the, I got to look at the list again. I might have, might be backwards. Mushroom is an A. Edible is a B, essentially. Uh, joint is a C. Um, skunky is a D. And, oh yes. Uh, what was it? Cocaine pills? Something? What's a what's an F? Molly. No, oh, poison. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I thought mushroom was lower. Sorry. So did you, you want to act- change your rating? No, no, no. This movie fires on all cylinders. Uh, I'm good with I'm good with what I picked. I thought mushroom was lower in my head. I thought it was, um, I thought it was between like skunky and and joint, but for whatever reason. Because it so. grows in the dark. Yes, because it is kind of funky. And I don't like mushrooms, so I guess that's probably it too. Gotcha. Well, a, a vegetarian that doesn't like mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, depends on what type of mushrooms you've tried. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, this, uh, this, movie's got a, this movie's got a lot of quips. I, I thought that was kind of unique um for a western like this i mean you've got the beginning um you know if you turn in this you turn this body you get five thousand dollars you can keep it for your church and he's like well why don't you turn him in and he's like because i'm worth 10 <laughs> like right away in the beginning with um with uh nat love see i, and then, I can i see where you're coming from but consider probably because we've been talking about a, a ryan reynolds-esque movie it doesn't feel like like a ryan reynolds movie is what i what strikes me as a quippy movie like a deadpool and i didn't feel any of that in here when i when i say quip i mean like you know a lot of quick one-liners i mean deadpool is probably like the ultimate quippy movie Mm -hmm. um but more like i think of it more like james bond i know we bring this up a lot i mean james bond franchise a lot but james bond has a lot of like one-liner quips like in the Mm -hmm. moment kind of thing he doesn't do it to be funny it's just more of a like he's it's almost ironic He, he he almost like james bond finds it ironic like something will happen and you're like oh well that's using your head <laughs> like, <laughs> or, so uh, i mean it's it's got a lot it's got a lot of a lot of funny things like that i mean deadpool i think his quips are made to be jokes yeah um but a lot of james bond quips are made to be like almost ironic i did love that 10k line because it it Tells us why he's not bringing him in. Of course, it gives a more human side to him because he's like user for the church, and also gave a huge hint into his character before we saw him do anything dastardly. Yeah, um, because because he doesn't rob banks. 
Yeah. Which, or, which in that time was like the crime to do. Dude, that white town. Oh, you know, just fun fact. <laughs> they use 70 different shades of white to give that town contrast and color depth. <laughs> and they 70 different cans of or different um, shades of white. That makes so much sense. <laughs> and I think it's I think it's funny because it was like. I forgot what the town name was. It was like the white town. Yeah, it had <laughs> it the in town parentheses. Is, the town is literally white. Yeah, and Every, there, everything in the town. Even before it had that parentheses of the white town, there was like some toothpaste sign or billboard or something yeah. like that. And it, yeah, right on the far I side, could, you couldn't see the whole thing, but it even had white in, in as part of the ad read or whatever it was. Ah, oh, what? Let's talk about ZZ Beats. Yes, she did. She was fantastic in this movie, and and her the song that she sang too at the beginning of the movie. I mean, the the score of this movie is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to take anything away from that, but the song that she sang really really kind of hit everything going right at that moment of the movie. Um, the counting of the song because they do that in a couple different songs, but you know the counting and kind of describing certain things. I mean, it really hit hit the characters at that moment. Yeah. So it really she she fired on all cylinders for me i mean she was she was rocking this movie i think uh i I would say better than deadpool 2 oh yeah 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 there there was a i i I think my favorite scene in the movie is her and him in her room taught like basically (laughs) cueing us not the sex but like oh, the moment I, I, I was laughing because I was laughing because the moment after it. <laughs> oh yeah. No, the <laughs> the the moment when they're kind of uh cleverly telling us their exposition, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh and it sounded so weird when I said it in my reaction. I'm sure it'll sound weird too, but you could see their history in this isn't the weird part, in her eyes and her lips like how there was so much nuance and emotion in the, and I don't mean like the kissing and like, Oh, pretty lips. But like there, there was like pain in her eyes and lips. I mean, and she, in just... not so many words. I mean, she really describes their relationship of the past. Yeah. Um, I, Cause I think the only, the only, the couple lines that she gives that, you know, kind of set up this entire relationship is um, the only, the only words I want to hear you say are goodbye. Uh, g- goodbye mary or something like that and he said you'll never hear that again oh oh beautiful yeah because uh, he, he describes you know he killed all the all the guys except for the one but the ones locked away in prison never have to worry about him so he's it's almost like the weight of the world came off his shoulders and then right at the end of this to find out that he is getting broken out or and, and then the the weight of the world falls back on and to twist a line from ted lasso unlike clunky exposition the this leaves a lot to the imagination (laughs) (laughs) um the only other shot that i like my favorite shot in the whole movie in fact uh was after she knocked down knocked out treacherous tracy or something um treacherous trudy trudy Trudy. yeah and she just screams and it's like (gasps) and like zazzy beats his character mary's screams that shot that just need i need to screenshot that and make that like a background on my computer or something because that was <laughs> fucking powerful but um you just reminded me because you said him getting out 
dude, the train sequence. Yeah. Well, and, and another another good quip. <laughs> uh, my friend, or I'm not a violent man, but I'm with a bunch of violent criminals. <laughs> and then he was um, he was counting. He started counting or whatever, and she shot shot the one guy, and he was like, "My friend isn't much for arithmetic." <laughs> <laughs> or the twist about the pardon and them mm-hmm. gun- them killing the entire squad except for the kid. Well, because they were going to kill the kid first, decided not to. Yeah. And then to find out that the kid they shot the kid's dad, and then all right, who can drive a train? Looks around, the kid's wow. the only one with his hand up. He's like, "All right, kill everybody but him." Yeah, and then yeah. he just like the slow motion walk through ev- through the carnage. I mean, as Idris Elba is getting out of that prison cell, fantastic, fantastic Before camera he- angles, fantastic slowdown, fantastic. Even before that, there was an overhead camera angle of them coming through, and it's just. Whew. Wow, and and uh, Idris Elba not. It felt very unusual watching a western where he didn't immediately ditch his prison gar- garbs. Yeah, I mean he wore it for quite a while, and I mean, he, all the way he, back to Red Town or whatever. He even took off the jacket and like held it over his arm like it was a yeah. proper coat. Well, because they went, he went into the bank. The banker is sweating. And he said, "Ooh, it's it's warm. It's warm outside today, or something like that." And he goes outside and then takes off his jacket and holds it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Just and then two gold pistols that he had. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. him him knocking out the teeth of the the former oh yeah um, marshal Ooh. of the town or or mm. sheriff that bastard like yeah pistol whips him to two teeth fall out. Mm. And then I thought, I thought after that, you know, the first time watching that, I thought after that, you know, he's, he's gone. He's, you know, he's doing the hundred mile dash right now. He's out of there. And then to come back at the end and help everybody out. It was, it was pretty cool. I, like I said, I wasn't expecting to see him back throughout the rest of the movie after knocking two teeth out of his head. Yeah. And and I I don't feel like he's redeemed. Like he was going to sell out that whole town just to get his purse or get a bag and then go, so fuck him. But But uh, I did appreciate that before he died, he wasn't playing some superiority game. You know, he wasn't like either yeah. doing his own version of a we're not too different, you and I, or, a, you know, I may have done cut some corners, but I I was an honorable. No, none of that yeah. bullshit. He was a piece of shit. He was a he piece of it. shit back when he ran with him. He he was a different kind of piece of shit when he was solo. Um. Oh, man, I don't know. It just feels like talking about this movie is very uh we're <laughs> scattered, but we love it. Or at yeah. least for me, I feel very scattered. Like it doesn't feel like well, there is it helps when we jump straight to the end, like ten minutes <laughs> before the ending, then go back to the back, back to the forward, then jump back to the end to describe the beginning. <laughs> I'm really yeah. reviewing this like memento is structured. <laughs> yes. Where it's forwards and backwards and they come back together. Uh, but... oh, that's a good movie a really good movie mm-hmm. christopher nolan ah this is it's a good time yeah i mean it, it was it was fun the whole way through i'm what was the five minutes that you said there, kind of in the middle that you were getting a little little worried that it was going to start dragging on um i think it may have been before mary goes in to scope out the town Oh, when they're kind of like describing 
their initial plan of, so. of how they're gonna and they were kind of outside of town at their own like makeshift camp in front of a wagon and stuff i think so there's a there's a bit of time either before she goes in or after she gets caught and they're supposed to go to the town but i don't think it's after it was before there was just a little moment where i was like uh um uh i don't know it may have been after he knocked the guy's teeth out because i was feeling a lack of action on the heroes' side quote unquote the heroes' side um <laughs> is anybody really a hero in this movie <laughs> yeah no i don't think so but you know what i mean like the protagonists it felt like they were lounging a bit uh it was literally five minutes and I wouldn't be surprised on a rewatch if that was just completely gone where I was more feeling like it could drag, you know what I mean? And I started mm-hmm. being like, Oh no, is it slowing down to a, a grind? And I was like, Oh no, it is not. No, it yes. is not. Um, yeah. I mean, I didn't really feel that, but I mean, I thought this movie was fantastic from start to finish. I really didn't have anything wrong with it. Um, um and it's a Western, like you're not going to yeah. have times where you chill out. <laughs> I was literally just in the No Time to Die review. I know we didn't record it like last week or anything, but I literally was like, I would like some more loungy parts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it would be weird to complain. Why are they just sitting around a campfire talking? It's a fucking Sh- Western. <laughs> shining, shining the saddle and yeah, <laughs> um, making, making moonshine. Dude, early on when they were all joining him i i was getting so scared for who was going to be dead because like shit this is not a movie where they all get out of here alive and uh, uh i mean i knew at a gunfight like that there was no way they were getting out all alive i knew there were gonna be some big deaths um watching it through the first time there's no way you, you um, know what, especially with how prominent idris alba's character was you know what surprised me though I th- I was like fifty one forty nine, knowing that the kid was gonna die. Whoever wanted to keep going up against Cherokee, um, I was I was barely tilting, but it really did feel up in the air for me until he started counting, and then I was like, oh yeah, he's being too cocky. Stop stop doing that fancy yeah. shit. Um, well, he 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 said, okay, I'll count. Well, go ahead and count down from five, and so he counts. He says five. He opens up his chamber, drops one bullet out, um, Dude, says four, grabs a grabs a bullet from bullet. His, Yeah, grabs a bullet with his name on it, loads in, he says three, he clips it shut and then gets shot in the face. Like as soon as you flip back to him, he gets shot right through the face. You're just yeah. like, oh. So and the, the, and thing... then the quip the quip after that was <laughs> why do they always take so damn long? <laughs> the thing that really surprised me though was that uh taraji jr beat him yeah like i don't know her name i'm sorry but uh she uh, beat co- him. uh coffee or co- oh yeah coffee coffee um i had subtitles on uh, yeah i did too okay uh but she uh like i loved her line like you're not gonna skip the count or whatever and shit and then when like the shot went off and she blinked i saw the smoke so i was like wait so did they both get shot because i was like this guy is he has such a reputation for being the quick straw they had to both be shot but i was so shocked that she was not only was she faster 
but definitely the kid was faster because she confirmed it. And I was like, oh shit, Cherokee's just been like essentially coasting, I think, on his reputation. Yeah. And just well, being taking advantage and being a dirtbag to stay yeah, alive. And, and, and I guess, you know, he had a reputation. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's an actual reputation or they were just doing it to antagonize him, but a couple of people, I think two different people made a mention of him shooting people in the back. Oh, um, and that was, okay, yeah. so I don't know if that was just done to antagonize him. Like, okay, come on. You, you know, you want to draw against me. Or if it was, you know, he was kind of coasting, you know, if he thought he was going to get, get beat or he thought he was going to be a little bit slower that he was just going to shoot him in the back. So well, that way I, he didn't have to worry about it. I definitely believe that that's an earned reputation since he killed the sniper through his back. I, I, I saw it. Well, two things. One, the reputation that I think he's been coasting on is that he's the fastest draw in the West. And then he takes advantage of other people's cockiness where they're trying to do fancy bullshit. And he always skips the count. That's how he's been staying alive. But um, I saw his shooting people in the back reputation as people finding it either hypocritical or disrespectful for someone with such a reputation for being a talented um what would you call it like when people do it a dueler i guess yeah a or duel. Be, being the quickest draw on the, for someone with that reputation to then go and shoot somebody in the back and not always do a duel with everybody am i explaining that well yeah it, it kind to, of to, you you have to earn something like that people just don't say you know you shoot people in the back because everybody knows you're the fastest draw in the west but then yeah. to earn the reputation of shooting people in the back you had to have at least done it and not just thought, made it thought about it let, let me put it this way it would be like uh how i would imagine um can you still hear me <laughs> okay uh Imagine tomorrow, like it comes out that Banksy painted a house and it was just a normal paint job, <laughs> <laughs> like completely normal. Uh, I think people would be like, why the fuck did you do that, Banksy? Like, what's special? There's literally nothing special. Why are you wasting your time? Why did you tell everybody that you painted this house? It just looks like a fucking house. <laughs> why? It could have been anyone down the street. <laughs> why? Why did you do that? You're Banksy. So how I Bre- saw it was movies like movies are dope. <laughs> how how I saw this is like, why the fuck would you shoot shoot him in the back? You're the quickest draw in the No, you're supposed you should be dueling everybody. You're so tough. You sh- yeah. why are you wasting our time by shooting them in the back? Um I mean, I can understand I can understand the one kid because I mean his count was super, super slow. So I can understand that. Like I, mean, I saw that as him just using it as an excuse. Like he'll yeah. he'll shoot someone in the back in private when there's no one else who's gonna who he thinks will be alive to tell the tale. But if he's in public and he's like, I am going to fucking die if I play <laughs> fair. Yeah. What's my ex- oh yep he's coming slowly again. I mean, in all fairness, <laughs> I'm, it, that that was probably like seven or eight seconds that he stood there waiting yeah. the, waiting for this kid to like obnoxiously um, load a bullet with his name on it. Yeah, but it, but if you're truly the quickest draw yeah. in the West, you can 
relax for 20 seconds and win and then be like, hey, do me a favor and don't do that slow counting bullshit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It, so we talked. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say it's weird because this was such an engaging, amazing movie and I keep feeling like I, I'm out of stuff to say. Oh, I was going to jump towards the end. Kind of, we we teased it a little bit in the, in the spoiler-free section. They left it um, open. Obviously, he kills Idris Elba, which is comes out to be his brother. Um, he says, "Yo, you'll exceed you'll exceed even me because you're able to kill your brother, and I can't do it." Um, and he ended up shooting him, um, kind of tucking him in. He falls to the floor. He kind of tucks him in, straightens out his vest, makes him look pretty. Um, but then they go to a scene with. Um, Nat Love, the main character's name on a grave, and kind of gives you that one, like that second guessing, like, wait, what? Yeah. But he he retires that name and takes, you know, he doesn't. I don't think he actually says what his name is going to be if he's going to take the Buck name or not. But um, so you see that you see a name with his name, Pickett's name, and was it the sheriff's name? No, it was somebody else. No, on their grave was... on their grave site. Because the was, sheriff says, if if I say they're dead, they're dead. Yeah, that was about uh, Nat Love, though. Um, I think it was probably the kid. Okay. Um, the sharpshooter, or the, the quick draw? Yeah. The, uh, what was his name? I forget. But, uh... <sighs> yeah. That uh, I for a second I thought Zazie Beats was really leaving him. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, oh shit, yeah, she's keeping a word. Fuck. <laughs> uh, uh Jim. That's why we can't remember the name because he didn't have a cool name. He Jim did have Beckworth. a cool name. Jim okay. Beckworth. All right. Well, Beckworth. A, co- a complicated name, I guess. Yeah. Because I well, remember it, she it used like... his last name when she said he was quicker. Yeah. But um, he didn't have a cool name like Cherokee Bill or Bass Revis, which is the sharpshooter. Um, Touche. Yeah. But I, I think the the score of this movie stands out above a lot of other movies. They they really used music really well. Uh, you're frozen. While you're frozen, I'll talk about a favorite moment from. Oh, sorry. Let's <laughs> try to fill the space because you're. Fro- Are you still frozen? You're still frozen. Okay. Uh, when Taraji eyes is in the dress and she's like, not that kind of, not that. And she's digging through her, her dress to get the gun. Uh, that was one of my favorite moments for her, but you are still frozen, sir. Oh no. I'm going to stop recording. All right, sir. What were you, what were you talking about before the internet crashed? And the ending right the ending yeah so i didn't know i don't it makes it easy for them to to keep going um especially with the the mark graves and stuff like that it makes it 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 makes it easy for them to transition out of this if they if they wanted to um you know how how he wants to redeem his name or i mean i don't know since they're not really going out of true stories off anything you know because this is the first time he robbed a bank he said he never robbed banks and uh rufus buck was like no you're you're gonna rob a bank (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's and then transitioning into your story of 
um coffee in a dress <laughs> oh you heard that i was that was that was the last thing i heard yeah uh, when uh, when i was just talking about when she was trying to get the gun out <laughs> out so of the ruffles for her. yeah um but that does remind me of when he you know said his name very clearly for the last person who i actually i like i know he was like talking to someone who had a gun who he's afraid might kill him but he called him sir i was like oh that's a nice little touch he he definitely kills bad guys he definitely robs the robbers kind of thing um but he definitely doesn't want to kill innocent people if he doesn't have to it seems like um yeah. even because even when he robbed the bank he was like you know what robbing a bank is easy <laughs> he's like but not <laughs> killing anybody while doing it that's not so hard or that's not that's not as easy and then he's like shakes the bank manager's hand and like walks out they help him load the thing and the siren goes off <laughs> uh, the one moment when he shake the bank manager's hand that made me nervous was when he uh, anyone who's listening he has his thumb like at a 90 degree angle up and when the bank manager takes his hand he doesn't immediately put his thumb down and i don't know why it was probably just because that was that was unusual to see but i was like Oh shit! What huh? what does that mean? <laughs> well, he was expecting a full handshake and didn't get one. That's what yeah. That means. <laughs> so well, he, it's one of those awkward handshakes. One. He ended up getting one, but he was he just paused the the lowering of the thumb by like a a second or two, and I was like, oh. <laughs> uh probably didn't mean anything. Yeah. But, uh, have you seen any of those Disney Plus Marvel shows? um some of them i don't know which ones you're referring to which ones have you seen uh, i've seen what if i've seen wandavision i've seen uh what's the other one um falcon and winter soldier okay. i've not seen i've not seen the hawkeye one yet though and there's also loki oh i've seen loki yes oh okay I, so I've, I don't know if there's any more or not but I, i've seen those ones no uh i'm just saying that because in one of those shows which I won't spoil because it's really cool to see him. Uh, he, Jonathan Majors, is is that his name? Uh, he, uh, Matt Love. Yep. He he shows up and it's sparkling. Um, <laughs> and I I watched a few episodes of Lovecraft Country, but for some reason I just couldn't get into it. Um, he he plays a much more straight laced kind of person than that maybe that's it maybe he's like idris elba where i'm just like i just want to see those gray <laughs> gray morally gray roles where he can just be kind of weird like in the role that he shows up in in those disney plus marvel shows it's very uh quirky uh it's it's not like the bread and butter butter of idris elba which is to say a bastard <laughs> you know what i mean like luther the suicide squad this movie idris elba shines when he's a bastard um when you try to put him in more traditional roles it's kind of like hmm, there's something it's like uh roy kent in uh <laughs> ted lasso oh <laughs> but you're that's that's never your speed is never what made you a a good player it's your anger i haven't seen you used to kick the ball like you found a fucking your wife <laughs> you to run like you were mad at the grass i haven't seen that on the pitch at all this season <laughs> you know <laughs> just, just scared of what'll happen if you keep it all to yourself 
that's kind of interesting with me. If when you ever try to make them like the Chris Pine, uh, you know, Star Trek role, it's always like mm, there's something yeah, missing. And it's his attitude. You're kind of missing your yeah. your your pizzazz. Yeah, Chris Pine can do the do that and be a really fucked up weird character. Uh and and do both. Uh but Idris Elba, it's it always feels like mm, you just I don't know. You're just being too cookie cutter right now, bro. You gotta you gotta let loose. Um and I wonder if the same is true for uh, Jonathan Majors. He definitely shines. It definitely shines in this movie. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, if 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 I was gonna make a resume with him, this movie would be up there on the top. Oh yeah, yeah. This would be the first thing I would sh- tell, like, say to <laughs> a watch. highlight reel. Because I, like I said, I don't want to spoil which show because it it would take away something if you knew which show he was gonna show up in. Um, take away some of the mystery. And all the shows have mysteries. Uh, you know, Falcon Winter Soldier, who's the power broker? Um, Loki, who's pulling the strings? WandaVision, who's pulling the strings? Um, what if? What the fuck is going to happen? This He's not in what if. I'll say it. I'll say it. It's animated, you know. <laughs> yeah. He could still, his voice can show up, but I mean, his character. Yeah, that's not the one I'm talking about. Um, so. Yeah, that's really, really thoughtful of them to keep a who is this character in each show. <laughs> um, yes. So one of the big things, and I know we keep bringing this back, but I'm, I promise it ties back into this. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the big things with Bond is people don't want an older Bond. They want him kind of in that right sweet age range. Age range. Idris Elba is always one that seems to come up or has come up a couple times. How old do you think Idris Elba is? Sixties. Oh no, he's not that not that quite old. Really? Yeah, he's not quite that old. But people want that sweet age around 30, 35, maybe forty, kind of as their bond. I think it's because he's not afraid to show his gray hairs that I was yeah. willing to guess older. Sorry, Idris. He's forty nine. What? Yeah, I, if if I looked at him, I mean, I probably would have said. 55 but looking fit like if i if i looked that good right now i'd be happy um but i was gonna go 55 because he always seems to be playing older like quote unquote are they past is he past his prime characters like even luther luther he must have shot when he was in his 30s he just seems like an old grumpy man (laughs) in luther (laughs) um he also wow 49 fuck yeah i thought he was i thought he was at least the same age as daniel craig who is in his 50s he's also a he's also a dj he has a show on netflix idris elba that i just saw today put in my queue where he's a dj yeah i mean he he is a dj he goes by dj big drills (laughs) for real yeah that's amazing um yeah i mean he's he's was he was a kickboxer at one point in time he's gonna I mean, kickbox me to the curb if i ever meet him and he's heard this yeah. like dude i guess you were 60s when you were 49 <laughs> up top <laughs> want to hear my bond pitch 
<laughs> that that might interest him. We we might have him hooked there, but everything else, I don't know. Uh, uh yeah, he also um DJed at the NBA All Star parties in two thousand seven. I mean, this guy's Dude, he's awesome. Yeah. He's had an interesting life, it looks like, just kind of running through his his wiki. But yeah, one professional kickboxing. He won by TKO. Wow. Yeah. In 2016, that wasn't even that long ago. Damn. Yeah, so he was, what, 45 when he did this? Uh, do you know who Tim Ferriss is? Uh, off the top of my head, no. Uh, he's if I thought... The... If I... He's the entrepreneur who wrote like four hour body, four hour work week, stuff like that. He, uh, he, he found a loophole that became standard, uh, in like in some country in Asia where if you throw someone out of the ring three times, you automatically win the match. And he did the thing where that professional athletes do, where they drink a shit ton of water, like one or two days before the weigh in. And then, uh, it causes you to shed so much water and mm-hmm. he goes down uh, a weight class or two and then rehydrates over the next day before his matches. So he was essentially one or two weight classes above everyone else did not know how to fight and would just take these smaller Asian gentlemen and throw them out of the ring <laughs> and he won the whole thing and then he was the first one to find that to think about that loophole and now it's just standard practice for literally every single athlete. I, I, I know that in UFC kind of cracked down on some of that because mm-hmm. people were taking that to the obviously when you find a loophole like that you take it to the absolute extreme as far as you can go Damn. to the point where like people were like like it's overly overly dehydrated and then trying to rehydrate within the last 24 to 48 hours so i know that some of it's been cracked down a little bit since then yeah um, but super, yeah still super simple have them weigh in an hour later get in the ring love it yeah i yep. i i am pro not putting your body at more risk than you already are <laughs> in terms I, of like concussions yeah dehydrating yourself down to almost nothing yeah to a to a raisin (laughs) (laughs) and then trying to bring yourself back to a grape (laughs) oh that was great (laughs) oh you stuck the land in there that's another ted lasso reference (laughs) is this a review of the harder they fall or ted lasso you'll never know or james bond any of them (laughs) yeah or charlie bartlett yeah or the Kingsman, because that gets brought up every time too. We we're gonna have like a counter of like, Ting. yep. We we've re- we've we said the Kingsman. Bing. We've said Bond. All right. Two to for be, two for two for six. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't bring up Kingsman once in this review, <laughs> <laughs> which is really strange. Is the one who's tattooed, who's marked by the Kingsman brand. Okay, so since I've already given us the box office numbers, um, what do you think the? Oh wait, what are the box office? Oh wait, did it get? Not, oh, you mean you mean the budget? Budget, budget, and box office. It didn't have a box office, obviously, um, but it does have a Rotten Tomato score. So, what do you think the reception to this movie was when it first came 89 out? Eighty nine, eighty nine percent. Eighty seven. That was really close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I think that's super, super high considering this is kind of an underappreciated movie. 
is that audience score or critics score? Re- reviewer reviewer aggregate aggregate score yeah i mean i don't i don't think the critics only review like the squid games right so how many reviews were there Let's um see. on this it said 173 yeah i i'm not surprised considering the cast uh i would expect critics to how many audience reviews are there though uh i can take a look right now oh okay did, did i was you, just looking you, were just, you just just pulling notes. out the wiki yeah i pulled off the wiki gotcha like if there's a thousand reviews then i'd be surprised but the harder they fall yes oh reviews audience score 93 oh yeah but 50 plus ratings yeah yeah that's what i would expect whoa what the heck i clicked on the audience scores and there's a half uh half uh star rating that says terrible writing made no sense i have seen better western i just wish they would have would have a better script actor are good but just can't make it bad scripts look good I'm I'm trying uh, to I'm trying to be generous with their typing and just assuming that English isn't their first language. Um but then the one below it that go fuck yourself has said predictable. Way too predictable. Come on. I don't think it's that predictable. I think I mean I think you kind of have an idea of where it's gonna go or where the rabbit hole's gonna lead. Yeah. I think the I think the brother twist at the end was a nice touch. Is it a little bit of a trope? Sure. But I mean, it, it fits in really nice. And it, it didn't feel like it was, you know... Shoehorned in. Yeah, or like just overly um, foreshadowed, you know? Yeah, or or sweet. under or under foreshadowed where they just, you know, all of a sudden you're my brother. <laughs> I mean, the, the tie-in that they did didn't make sense to me the first time, but watching a second time made sense. And I was like, oh, man, that makes perfect sense. Uh, you know about the whole brother twist but it ties back into the opening scenes of the movie so uh oh i see the, i see the look on your face and i i want to ask what you just read <laughs> I, I i haven't read the whole thing yet it's a half star it's a short paragraph but it, this film is smoking hot garbage awful script <laughs> awful story awful set design awful set pieces awful camera work awful use of shock value and a stunning waste of talent worst of all it was boring the only thing western quote unquote about this oddly plastic looking western was the spit in the opening scene the fact that he spit on the floor which i thought was a nice (laughs) touch the harder they fall is so freaking bad it doesn't even rise to the level of a parody did this guy watch what movie was he watching was he watching there was a 1956 version of um, the harder they fall (laughs) i mean i don't think i don't think it's the same i don't i think it just happened to be the same name really awful camera work yeah what a fucking weirdo considering we compared this to um what's his name i mean that's crazy quentin tarantino Quentin, quentin tarantino yeah considering we compared it to that like in the non-spoiler review and you're going to say awful camera work no this is this 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 is amazing 
this this person has the attention span of a squirrel <laughs> literally the thing that popped in my head when i was talking about uh them pushing the the uh visual flares too much was x-men origins wolverine when they make his dog tags and the next if you ever watch that movie again it's so fucking jarring they're like uh if you don't remember logan is lying in the pool about to be put under and have the vibranium put into his veins and they're like what do you want your name to be and he says the wolverine and then you get this fully cg full screen thing of a big stamper just going (laughs) and then you see the giant fucking dog tag and it says wolverine and then they go right back to the shots that they were just using and then they like he has the dog tags on hanging on him now and they're like all right put him under and it's so first off it's visually jarring where it's like what the fuck is this what the fuck is (laughs) why why are you spending any cg budget money on making these dog tags when the claws look so fucking horrible two did they just sit there and be like all right we're about to start the procedure but uh hey jerry yeah uh, go over to the to the dog tag press yeah put wolverine on it okay we'll wait uh anyone want some coffee uh you need anything you hungry no okay we'll just wait here who wants to play among us yeah yeah, yeah. just a little bit it, it 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 takes like 10 minutes for it to cool down it just we we just gotta wait okay oh 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 hey jerry's actually early okay okay can you give it to her? all right yeah <laughs> i mean we just made it for you so you might as well wear it right yeah Put a put a loose chain with fucking dog tags into a surgical uh, machine that's going to inject. It. Yeah, it's fine if it's floating around in the water. It won't. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it could get caught. Yeah. Don't don't worry about it. It's so fucking stupid and weird. Um, sorry, I went in on that even more than I thought <laughs> I would. <laughs> I, I thought so. Speaking of you know the visualizations and stuff like that, I thought this was really nice western film style you know not overly bright colors not overly grainy not you know kind of like floats that little bit of line of kind of looking a little old but then when then during the fighting sequence with um uh trudy and mary they go into that that. (laughs) they kind of fall into the where they make the, the the clothing and stuff like that and they've got all the colors um kind of like a rainbow of of sheets and stuff like that i thought that was, thought that was pretty cool dude and trudy's knife that was yeah. sick how it's just yeah, like on a mounted chain. to be grabbed like well yeah that too i was just gonna get to that but you know like on her hip it's mounted with the with the blade sticking outward at like a 45 degree angle from her so she can grab it and then go forward and i was like oh shit that is a, a little like more those- more flourish and it would have been a robert rodriguez movie (laughs) (laughs) and then it's like on one of those like it's on a chain too so she can like throw it and whip it back kind of like the the, uh, ancient japanese weapon that i'm drawing a blank of um that has a weight on the one side and yeah i mean it was it was cool it was was well done it was so not everything was a gunfight through this thing um some of it was hand-to-hand or pistol whipping um but 
So a couple couple quick trivia facts before we start as we kind of wind down here. The the train that Idris Elba is on to, that it gets freed, the the train company's name is CA Bozeman because they filmed this movie in 2020 shortly after Chadwick Bozeman passed away. So I mean just to kind of like tie that in. Oh, oh this Did COVID exist when uh, when Chadwick Boseman passed? Yes, because he passed in August. Wow. Okay, so they filmed this during COVID. They had Shit. to film it. They had to have filmed it after because he passed away. No. Yeah. I mean, I mean. Oh during, yeah, yeah. During the pandemic, because I remember Red Notice said they added like twenty, thirty million dollars to the budget because of COVID restriction guidelines, um, which doesn't seem a lot since it's almost three hundred million dollars. But now I'm thinking about how, wow, this really didn't hit me as a film that could have been filmed in, in COVID. Yeah. Especially with, you know, I mean, hey, if they're all in the middle of fucking nowhere, you know, if they'd started filming in the middle of fucking nowhere and they were like, yeah, just don't bring in new crew members and, yeah, think, and no vacations. Yeah. Everyone it, just yeah. hang out and we'll. Yeah, we'll cool. we'll wrap this up and wrap this up in a couple of weeks and uh, <laughs> send them on home. I I when the train was stopping, I was like, dumbass, dumbass. <laughs> yeah, like who does that? You're hard, you know what you have on your train. You you have an idea that you have a um what was it ten or eleven um, army army guys yeah, like and I, a prisoner that's in a box. Like, <laughs> why would you stop the train? I'm not I wasn't rooting for Tracy to get like run over on screen, but like I'm just like dumbass. Fucking yeah. <laughs> you, you know what's on your train. Like just keep going. <laughs> I mean, she she's you're either gonna lose the passenger and get jumped, or you're you know, we're gonna lose one person who was dumb enough to stand on a train or stand on train tracks. I guess and you, they... and you did everything you could to stop to not hit her by honking for three miles ahead of time. I guess they did do some work to explain why he did such a stupid thing where he his the first thing he says like uh really dumb way to get on the train, <laughs> like come on, or something. Well, like, and he, then he, he assumed then... she wanted to get on. Yeah, and then he said, You dumb, and then he if you you had the captions on oh, he said, it says I forgot N, yep it says yep. ni and then she gets blasted before he finishes the word and then and then, like, he, and then <laughs> cherokee bill's like well he could have said nincompoop yeah she's like we ain't no <laughs> yeah we're not nincompoops either oh <laughs> uh, yeah i'm especially since how you've mentioned hating how uncomfortable you get watching Django unchained and how you would rather have them not uh, yeah <laughs> I, I mean you you were like phew <laughs> i mean i it's it's not that I, I i dislike the the meaning of the word i understand that it's uh in pop culture and it's used um but when it's used too much i think is when it gets you know like when they use it just to use it not use it for context or for like a a specific purpose you're just using it to use it in movies and film um i think it i think that's when it kind of goes overboard um as much as you know as good as mel brooks is with um blazing saddles that held the record for a long time till django and chain came I just they just use it to use it not it doesn't i feel like it, they, it just they wrote it in there just to write it in there i got you so you feel 
your feeling of the word, even if the setting is appropriate, is my feeling of Will Ferrell humor in Step Brothers. <laughs> Just give me something different. Yeah. <laughs> Just fucking anything. I, I'm okay with you using the word. I mean, <laughs> If it's Especially appropriate, if it's know, appropriate, yeah. but like just to write it just as like a dude, you know, at the end of a sentence, oh, dude, like if you replace <laughs> dude where and dude where's my car, if you replace every time they said dude with the N word, I'd be like, this is dumb. Yeah, this is it, it completely unwatchable to me. I got you. Um, but, um, my other fun fact, um, yeah. Zazie Beats is a German American citizen. She also speaks hey. fluent, fluent German. So when she dubbed this, she dubbed her own lines. Whoa! Hey now! For this, for this movie. There you go. Hey, it's her and Vin Diesel doing the work. Because <laughs> Vin Diesel did all, every single language for Groot. Oh, Wait, yeah. yeah. Come which, on. Which normally I'd be like, must have been easy. But knowing Vin Diesel and the fact that he had like a 200 page script of what every I am Groot meant for him, like I I guarantee there's no way he would have gone. I don't know what the German way to say it. I'll say Miamo Groot because that's how I mess with my daughter <laughs> sometimes. And I go, Miamo Groot? <laughs> and pretend like that's the way that you that Groot says I am Groot in Spanish. She's like, you get the joke. Um, yep. There's no way he would go in and say, Miamo Groot. Miamo Groot. Miamo Groot. Miamo Groot. Okay, done. That's my Spanish one. And I don't yep. even know if that's how Wrapped you would up. say it in Spanish. There's no fucking way. He's spending Where's... seven hours on each language because he's fucking insane. <laughs> like, and, and I say that uh, to make another, t- and I did resist making a different Ted Lasso reference <laughs> two minutes ago. But when uh, there's a point where Roy Kent asks, my eyebrows crazy and someone says your eyebrows aren't crazy thank you they're psychotic <laughs> appreciate that <laughs> it is a compliment he's 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 crazy because he will go above and beyond when it doesn't matter mm-hmm. when or at least when it wouldn't have made a difference to an audience but it matters to him so he'll do it good 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 on both of them i like that yep all right La- last fact uh, James Samuel is the younger bro- brother of the musician Seal, who also is in the, <laughs> is in the soundtrack. <laughs> all right, I'm done. I'm done. Oh. I'm out of here. I'm done. That's all, that's all my trivia. That's all I got for you. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna reference a little Dicky song, which is very oh. very cringy to listen to today. I wouldn't recommend it. It's called White Dude, but uh. He, he he makes fun of Seal and he's like, and you know it's just so much easier to be a, a dude. Like you ever seen Seal? Like he he has such a like, and everyone he dates, and then you like Adele is probably dating someone from like AT and T. I I did want to say I I could have had dual citizenship between germany and the u.s because i was born in germany on a u.s army base uh but i googled what the age cutoff was t- like two months after my age cutoff. oh man 
and I don't know a word of German except how to say no. <laughs> and that's mainly because I know how to count to ten. Um, but um, my German extends to um pretty much soccer, I guess, <laughs> soccer names and Bundesliga. Um, I also know that the German language is very unique because um, they don't make up words. You know, like we got we got new shoes. They're called every, Crocs. Every word is made up words. Okay. Well, <laughs> we make up new we we make up word. new words. <laughs> you so mean like, that they never evolved their vocabulary at all? Yeah. So they just combine words. So like oh. the word the word mittens mm-hmm. is hands is like translate to hand sock. Nice. That's cool. Turtle is toad is shield toad <laughs> the word shield the word toad smashed together turtle it's pretty interesting that's so that's just the way their language works um off topic for the first time ever in this whole yeah. review yeah i don't think we ever gone off topic ever uh but did you see that one offline tv clip where um Michael says vineyard and Lily Pichu says it's vine. <laughs> he goes, it's vineyard. And she just goes, is he trolling? He's like, yeah, but it's, it says vine. Yeah. He's like, yeah, but English progresses and colloquially it's pronounced vineyard. <laughs> Not true. If it was in German. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, that's my extent to my German. I mean, it's just, it's interesting. That is a cool I, I, fact I, though. Yeah. I like, I like their language that they do this stuff like that. I'm sure it'd be easier to learn. Unlike ours or where we had a, a different word for literally everything. And, you know, some, some of the same words mean have three different meanings and, you know, so, you know, mo- so much slang. Most languages, you only need to learn like 5% or 3% of the words in order to, uh, to function in 95% of communications and the that fact about the german language just makes me believe that it's even simpler yeah well you have to understand well you yep. have to understand like how they get to their words like you wouldn't like you if you're looking for the word mitten oh yeah you wouldn't yeah. go like well it's a sock for my hand you wouldn't like <laughs> that would be the first thing to come across your mind you'd, you'd think glove or something like that mm, yeah, but not true. like hand sock or sock hand i guess it would be more complicated to figure out most communications however you'd probably have to rem- memorize a smaller number of words yeah or if they have some kind of certain way of how they get to those words like you know they always put the masculine word first or something like that i don't know like it would be like learning math like you'd learn one through ten pretty easily but mm -hmm. then how to use all the combinations of using one and one through ten it's uh yeah i don't feel like my train that i was going on was interesting unlike the train in the harder they fall transition Boom. <laughs> got it um man that those these reviews piss me off i mean the audience score is still 93% but there are nope there is one person who gave it five stars 
who was willing to put a review. That's so weird. Yeah, this movie, this this movie is, is really good. If if you if you haven't seen it, if you're, it is a little little brutal. It is a little bloody. I mean, I definitely don't recommend this to little kids. Um, but I mean, it's it's definitely a good movie. I mean, it's definitely a a, a solid solid movie. Yeah. But if you it, if you have Netflix, I wouldn't hesitate to check it out. And it's not fun, bloody like Kingsman. I would say is kind of just R-rated Guardians of the Galaxy, where it's like, well, no, outside of the church sequence, because <laughs> that's fucked. Like it's still fun because the song is fun, but like it ends with a guy being impaled and then sliding down the the sharpened rod that impaled him. Outside of that, the rest of the action sequences are bloody, but kind of fun, you know, where it's just like, um, what's a better example? Maybe uh, Deadpool. Deadpool. You know, there, yeah. There's a lot of language. So I'm not, I'm saying in terms of the action, the action in this is, is sometimes just fucking brutal. It's like, oh, fuck. For yeah. Inst- for instance, that, fist fight that like two punches in Idris takes his gun and pistol whips the guy Ooh. and and knocks out two teeth yeah it it gets your blood pumping but you're not not because you're comfortable or like having a <laughs> fun time like woo yeah knock out the teeth buddy um yeah so I agree not for kids there's some R-rated ones where depending on your preference like it can just be fun um I'm open to that, but this one's just like I'm not showing it to my daughter. Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely not. Uh, or if I did, there'd be a couple times of like, ah, I'm coming, coming. No, no, no. Well, especially, especially the intro, like right away at the beginning, like oh, you're yeah. three, four minutes into it, and oh. you finally, right before the you get the title sequence. <laughs> that whole and thing like, would it, have it, to be cut. Yeah, and it's like pause, and there's blood coming up both sides of them. <laughs> And dude, the direction was so perfect because the one thing I didn't want was to see the blade actually cutting the kid in the forehead. And yes, and I didn't get my wish. And it was done in such a controlled and perfect manner of you just saw it happening and then it's gone. Like to since we mentioned in Glorious Bastards, when they like cut into uh, right before Brad Pitt goes. I think this might be my masterpiece. You know, we see it and it's happening. And then we get a, I'm pretty sure we get a shot of it just like kind of floppy, you know, like not perfectly lined up and it just looks fucked and it's, it's gruesome. And this one was like, just framing it just perfectly. We're like, uh, I know what's happening and it's worse than I know and I'm not seeing it and I don't want to see it. Don't show it to me. Oh shit, you're showing it to me. Oh god. But they they, they do Fuck. a good job because they don't show it to you right away in the beginning. Yeah. Um they show you show it happening, but you only see like his hand and, and the blade of the knife, which um and the we didn't eyes talk about. of the child. Yeah. And then <sighs> the open the next scene you get him, you know, tipping his hat and then he lifts up and you can see the cross on his forehead. Yeah. And then we didn't talk about him getting Idris Idris giving him the, that knife back that he used to, um, to cut the cross in. He slides that back to him. Yeah, that was. Uh... <laughs> yeah, no, that was 
that was also fucked yeah <laughs> the fact that he kept it well now that we know his brother but you know the fact that he kept it and then gave it back to him later <laughs> as a token of my good faith here's the knife that i used to cut your forehead with as a child you know it's late in the review but i really want to say i i want to repeat that i really hope people watch this and recommend it to people because you know this this will sound so uh weird and virtue signally to say but if this if the director was white and this bombed and it didn't get a sequel i'd be like oh no he'll be fine you know people in the industry will be like holy shit wow what a great job well you know it did Netflix didn't know how to promote it, but come over here. But because he's not white, I'm just a small asterisk. I'm like, industry's still probably pretty sexist and racist just quietly. So I don't know how that would affect it. I I hope he has a, uh, even if this is a quote unquote failure in terms of like engagement, this is such a great, stunning film he worked with whoever the cinematographer was did a great fucking job as well it's just this whole crew did such a great job and if this ends up being a quote-unquote failure i hope he fails upwards (laughs) because i i hope he fails again because i really like this movie (laughs) because while i while i don't think wonder woman 2 is perfect the uh the director said that she had to walk away from Thor two because she didn't have the luxury of being able to fail upwards. If she, if that, if she had stayed on the movie and Thor two bombed or it wasn't good, her career would have been over. So I'm just trying to be conscious of that possible reality. Um, so man. yeah. I'm all, hope, I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, if this is a director I'm going to follow, like just like how I follow Matthew Vaughn, um, I'm going to be so excited for whatever film this guy directs next. Because he he definitely deserves another one. Yeah. Oh man, first feature film, only two two short public films shorts. Only. Yeah. And one of them was about Jay Z. <laughs> I don't I mean, remember what the other, the first one was, but the second one's about JC. <laughs> I'm sure there are a thousand short films that he hasn't released, you know, as part of his learning process, but ooh. Oh man. What a good what a good show. Good showing. <laughs> not TV. Don't worry, it's not a TV show. It's two hours and like twelve minutes. Uh yeah. it, it'll be a breeze to watch. Um Yeah. All right. Let me uh let me really quickly say the two uh, excerpts from the rotten uh, critic scores that I can see. Right. Uh, Jake Wilson from Australia said, Westerns bad, bad were... <laughs> were always fed it. Nope, I'm that, not even... I was not trying to do a bad Australian accent. And you know I wasn't because I, did, I didn't even succeed at that. <clears throat> and, uh, Westerns were always fantasies, but the harder they fall is so abstract a fantasy it barely feels like a Western, more a series of poses involving cowboy outfits, six shooters, and desert landscapes. I disagree. The harder they fall, and then Ty Burr from Ty Burr's watch list 
says the harder the so basically his channel is just his YouTube or his uh his Amazon watch list. Uh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing shots because he put his rotten. Uh the harder they fall wobbles between witty homage and ugly Tarantinoid overkill, resulting in a movie that looks like it was more fun to make than it is to watch. That's the thing. It reminded me of little flourishes of Tarantino, but it didn't it didn't, didn't feel like overkill it. because it didn't feel like it didn't even feel like they went on the level of extreme that Tarantino would have in the first place. So how can it be overkill? Yeah. <laughs> we we didn't even think it hit there. So how we, we noticed the resemblance of it, but not enough to like yeah, Quentin did Quentin Tarantino film this or was he like an assistant director or no, it wasn't that wasn't that high up on the thing, but we noticed, you know, esque. Yeah, we noticed Tarantino esque. Interestingly, the uh, the tomato, the fresh rating under it said the Harley they fall is a mess, but it's a fun mess. I also disagree with that. Yeah, I do too. Um, there's a lot of characters, but I don't feel like it's messy. I feel like it always is under control, and it knows exactly what it wants to be doing exactly what it wants to be doing it yeah and none of the characters like really break out of their character i mean they stay i mean they don't go deep into everybody's background or anything like that i mean it's only a two-hour movie but they all stay within their characters so you know what you kind of know what to expect through each character and how they're gonna act yeah so it's nothing and even if they are like one note ish like the kid whose whole obsession is like his uh him wanting to yeah like quick draw cherokee bill was it yeah yep to bring up wonder woman again there's one of the people that wonder woman is in wonder woman's crew is like uh a sniper with ptsd (laughs) i know which one you're talking about (laughs) and he never does anything about that he never has a moment later where like a sniper shot would help win the day and he gets to overcome his ptsd so that felt like a one note character because it was like oh a sniper with a ptsd what does he do in the film Um, makes that one what makes the one shot to get over his ptsd (laughs) he doesn't even do that that's what i'm saying he doesn't even do that he's he's just there and he's a sniper who has ptsd and that's it like there my point being is the kid could have been a disappointing one note character but he's not he he's given a little bit extra texture to make him feel like a real person and just enough to get over that hump of how how am i trying to say this he could have been some cliche character who we forget in five minutes yeah instead we were actually sad that he died yeah and 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 in the manner that which he died yeah i think the manner in which he died really adds to that like that was a disrespectful move and now we feel bad for him even more also just getting shot in the cheek was such a small but nice touch yeah Yeah. and then to turn then to turn him over later Because I think we 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 get a semi close up of him too. I think they flip him over onto his back. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, anything else you wanted to say about this? 
no go definitely go see it well uh what's our what's our new outro that ryan <laughs> has suggested to work with um let us see all right uh well all right <laughs> uh yeah even though this movie was uh or you know bleh. well I'm really butchering. I'm really not making it cleaner than what we got with me stumbling into this. But uh, even though this movie was a mushroomy edible. Or, yeah, or a strong edible. <laughs> <laughs> and then you say uh, this movie was dope. But still, this movie was dope. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time doing it. And this was just like two hours ago. Uh, because. All movies are dope. Oh. Wait, we didn't say our names. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Brian. If you want to suggest more underrated movies, go over to Instagram and movies are dope. And And I'm Brad. And it is at BradF912. You can suggest movies to me. Uh, You can tell me how much, how wrong I am on uh, The Harder They Fall, but uh, I don't think it's, uh, nothing's going to happen. Yeah, no. No one would have listened. No one who's going to say this was some piece of shit movie that the set, all that is going to listen to however long we've talked about this spoilers. So um, you can tell him how wrong he is about tag. <laughs> please, <laughs> please, somebody else love that movie. <laughs> and we've already done the outro. Goodbye. <laughs>